this is Olivia Glasgow, and you're listening to the Stay Hungry Outdoors podcast. This show is about highlighting the non-traditional hunters and also those hungry to achieve their goals in the outdoors despite having limitations. Through sharing experiences and knowledge so that we can not only learn together, but also grow together. All right, today on the show, we have Miss Rebecca Niedergasses. She is the social media marketing manager for the Bow Hunting League. Welcome, Rebecca. Hi, thank you for having me on. Of course, of course. Okay, so um, let the audience know where you're from, kind of a little bit about, you know, uh, what you do and, you know, how you got into being the social media marketing manager for the Bow Hunting League. Okay, so I am from this little bitty town in southern Tennessee called um, Loretta. Um, We're just above the Alabama state line. We're only about 10 minutes from um, North Alabama, uh, about Florence area. Um, And yeah, I actually got into bow hunting week very recently. I just started last uh, last season, really. Um, And DA Porter actually (laughs) drug me (laughs) into being a moderator for the group when um, Ben had to step out with his wife who was um, sick at the time and he just needed some help moderating the group and I was constantly into things and commenting on things and just wouldn't go away so he figured he'd just give me a job <laughs> so well, that's a good and, way to uh, get a job I'm very vindictive so I would go through the comments and find people who were not being polite and being nice and I'd kick them and I would go through and find spammers and kick them and um, just kind of helping where I could and moderating the comments and making sure that um, people kind of knew what we were doing and how we were doing it and answering questions. So really I'm just, I, and I am now, I'm just the customer service person for Bow Hunting League. Um, I've actually recently had to step back just a little bit because um, it was it was taking over a little more than what I could handle at the time. My youngest daughter, or my, my daughter Breland, she's um, starting kindergarten this year, so we're uh, we're in the, the throes of trying to get her ready for school. So um, we're trying to get that that done. But that's kind of how I got started. Um, and then I took on more responsibilities as the season went on. And I, I'm a graphic designer as a hobby. So I would design um, like our graphics for our post and um, post our contest and things like that and um, something I really enjoy doing and just keeping communications with the group that's that's my favorite part I love communicating uh, with the members of our group and keeping things lively and keeping things moving so that's um that's how I I kind of got involved with bow hunting league <laughs> well let me just say with you are doing a kick-ass job of doing oh, that <laughs> because you are always on top of things and sometimes I think to myself I mean you said you had a daughter who's starting kindergarten but yet you're you're always there answering questions you're always like trying yes. to get people with you know groups and interacting people you're always trying to get people to network and meet each other and I'm like how in the world does she have time to like answer I mean because you answer instantly it's not yes. like a, an hour later thing it's like instantly like you answer back and That's you give a- everyone all the information that they need so I'm just like how in the world is she doing all this so quickly so, i will um i will tell on myself i have an addiction to my phone um <laughs> i have i'm um i'm neurodivergent i have adhd um and so i get all my dopamine from bow hunting leaks so when i get notifications and um able to talk with people that gives me so much joy and happiness to be able to help somebody and get them steered like 
steered in the right direction and help them find a, a place where they can meet other people. I love facilitating conversations. That's like one of my favorite thing in life to do. <laughs> well, you're doing an amazing job of it. And Thank I appreciate you. all the information that you've given me and also the help, you know, with creating, uh, you know, the groups for, and also you're doing the, um, like you had the separate thing going on too. So not only are you doing like the actual bow hunting league social media page, but you're also doing the ladies of uh, the yes. bow hunting league social media yes. page. That, um, that's my, that's my special project over there. Um, so <laughs> when I started bow hunting week, we, I never saw any other ladies like commenting or saying anything in the group. And, you know, as women that are hunters, we're fairly rare, but we, as women who are bow hunters, we're even, even more rare. So it was like, it felt so lonely in the group because I was like, where are all the other women? Um, and so I decided um, when last year when we started getting teams together that I would try to connect more women because it can be really intimidating to come into a group that's 98% men and be like, hey, I really like to bow hunt. Um, you want to be on a team with me? Because, you know, that can be kind of, that's that is so awkward. It turns into like a middle school dance. Everybody's on opposite sides and nobody wants to talk to each other. And it's like, ooh, girls, Cody. So. <laughs> My my goal when I did that, I was like, I want more women's teams because I know they're out there. I know we can do this. So I wanted to grow that part of Bow Hunting League. And it was honestly easier in the beginning for me to put people into a group so that they could actively talk to each other because you can make comments on the group page and it might be weeks before somebody answers or sees it but messenger is going to be oh hey somebody's talking to me right now so i just started putting women in a group and then i just started putting more women in the group and it just started to like snowball and i was like i love this like there's so many ladies that are like man I don't have any girlfriends that do this or anybody that's interested near me. And this is so cool. And I'm like, this is my thing. I, I this is going to be my baby. I'm just going to have a group of women who can come in here if they want to talk. Cool. If they don't, that's fine. Um, and you, you notice that we can't like, we go, sometimes we go a couple of days without saying anything. And then there's sometimes we don't shut up. Like it's just, <laughs> oh, oh, it's I like, know. I had 96 notifications on my phone the other day within like an hour and a half. And I was like, what's happening? I thought like something was wrong or somebody got hurt. And I was just like, oh it's just us. Yeah. Um, but but I, I feel bad sometimes because I, I need to be able to tell people how to put it on mute because sometimes that gets on people's nerves and they're like, well, I don't want to catch up with all that. But, you know, for the most part, it, it's really nice to know like, hey I've got this thing I want to share with people who will understand and they're there exactly and so I know so you're you're in South Alabama now right uh, South, Southern Tennessee I work in uh, Northern Alabama though Northern Alabama okay yeah well I know you said something about being from Alabama because we had talked a couple of times and you yes. talked about your accent but let me just say your accent is not <laughs> near as country as I thought it was going to be <laughs> <laughs> well see it's um my my people in my uh, social media group they compare me to uh, Hannah Barron which is funny because she and I grew up probably about an hour and a half from each other. I'm from Mobile, so I'm from the coast. And so my, my accent is, is pretty deep. It's not as bad since I moved to Tennessee, but if you know, like I know, if you get around your home folks, your accent gets like 
10 times more southern the farther south you go I mean it's like that with me if I get you know too many drinks in me then my, my yes. pain starts coming out oh then. my but, word it is so bad <laughs> but um but yeah it was um so we we have talked so many times and we're kind of from the same areas you know yeah. I live north of Birmingham and um, I hunt north Alabama but we actually uh saw each other at the the mobile hunters expo <laughs> in tennessee but we had never met so we didn't know each oh. was each other and so we literally like i i passed right by you and i did not have a clue that that was you and you didn't have a clue it was me no well and i think like it's kind of i've noticed this pattern and i'm trying to make an effort to stop doing that um that when we show up to an event whether it be archery or expo or, or anything where the majority is there like men, women don't talk to each other. Like, it's like we're, it's like you see another lady or whatever, and it's like, oh, look, it's another unicorn, you know, I know, but I, know. I should, I don't, I don't know how to talk to her. Should I talk to her? Does she like bow hunting? I don't know if she's just here with him. Like, it's, it's so intimidating when you see other women at these events, and it's like, I should just go up and talk to her, but. It, I don't know. I always get really intimidated because I'm like, she may not want to talk to me. That might be weird. Go. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's again that that stigma of, you know, if, if there's like you don't know if that person's like there with their husband or if they're gonna right. like be up, be upset that you are even talking to them at that booth. So it's kind of like you had to tread right. lightly almost, you know, yeah. every booth you go to. But at that event, I want to say it was just there was maybe like five women out of like yes. hundreds of people that came, and yet. You know, we were all just, that was my first one, too. Like, that was my first event, uh, you know, working, you know, with, with XOP. Yeah. And so I wasn't, and that was the first time I had ever gone to that, you know, Mobile Hunters Expo. So I wasn't really sure what to think or what to expect, yeah, or, what to think, to expect yeah. or who to yeah. see. I mean, I saw, it was majority of the people that I saw were people that I knew from Alabama. I even yeah. had people that I had talked to in the past like had phone conversations with come up to me and start talk we talked for like 30 minutes yeah it's so weird when you put a face like when they walk up and you actually put a face to like a facebook well, I, didn't there, there, that, <laughs> I didn't know the name until after the 30 minutes of talking i was rolling with it you know right and then finally at the end, i think it was shane parker and finally at the end oh god bless him he was like you know my name, right? No, I was just like, oh. like I don't. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm drawing a blank. And once he told me, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad right now. I was like, it's just, you know, because we've talked so much, but I've never like seen him in person and talked yes. to him. And and so I just, I felt silly. And so when you told me that too, that you had seen me, I was like, oh my gosh, I have, I'm terrible. <laughs> I am terrible with names and faces. But- and I just so excuse me if anyone else you're fine I met, so but um, i but thought yeah. it was hilarious i was like we've been talking for like a month now and i literally walked not even a foot from her and didn't realize it was her <laughs> i know i know and then you look back and you're like well dang it you know well, dang it exactly <laughs> i should have went over there and i should have talked longer um but anyway so were you guys there with the with the bow hunting league yeah, we had actually um, come to take pictures, and I had went there mostly to meet several of our sponsors because I had never actually met any of them face-to-face, so I was like, well, this will be the perfect opportunity for me to go introduce myself, kind of, you know, build a, um, a report with them because I'd never actually met any of them in person, and I, I'm more comfortable, like, once I've met somebody, like, I can 
I, I'm really good at talking to people over the internet. Like, that's my thing. But sometimes it's nice to, like, I know that's, a, I feel like that's a millennial thing, though, because oh, yeah. <laughs> you're just, oh, yeah. just used to that, like, instant messenger and all that. But um, I just wanted them to, like, put a uh, face with a name for me. And so we went up there and um, it was really cool to, to actually meet the sponsors and to meet the people that actually donate and help us with our contest. So that was really neat. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is helpful to put, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle together almost, and then you kind of feel more welcomed into the community, and yeah. you know, I know I did at that event, and I'm sure you did too, especially being a female, it's just kind of like everyone was so nice and just, you know, so laid back. Um, were you guys at the uh, the World Deer Expo this, or weekend before last in Birmingham? No, um, I don't think any of our, it's actually kind of weird, Boat Hunting League doesn't stretch as far down south as that there like we have a couple of people that are from like lower alabama but really tennessee and northern alabama northern georgia are kind of where bow hunting league kind of stops um and we're hoping to grow that because it it's a little it's a little odd that and it's probably because bow hunting is not as popular i think down south um (laughs) it's well, it was like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, growing up, we used to go hunting all the time, and I cannot remember a single person that used to bow hunt. It was always gun hunting. Um, and so even our contestants, uh, there's very, very few people that are from Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi. Um, and so I'm hoping eventually that we will grow roots into, into those states and hopefully bring bow hunting more like make it more popular oh absolutely and I I totally agree with that I think that's an amazing thing that you guys are doing and I know that you know archery in schools is very important Um, I preach it to my son all the time and you know I'm trying to talk with the right people about getting into you know his school he's currently in because they don't offer it but I think that that's something that majority of schools needs to offer Um, but also it's just I enjoy it so much more, and I, I feel like a lot more people would be, you know, more likely to get into the sport if yes, if they knew how addicting bow hunting was versus, you know, just taking a rifle out, which, again, you know, everybody is, is different, but definitely in, in Alabama, it is harder to get people to cross over, you know, yeah. from the easy well, side to the hard side, <laughs> harder. I will tell you, when I got into bow like I got into archery first. I had absolutely no interest in hunting when I got into shooting bows. Like I was like, I will never hunt. I will not do it. I used to hunt and it was weird because I grew up hunting and I loved every bit of it except for the guns. And it just I'm a suit like I'm a super sensitive person and the gun like just the gun noise and stuff would scare me so bad as a kid that I wanted nothing to do with any of it. So when I grew up and got out of the house, I didn't step foot into hunting until last year, no, two years ago. Um, so when I got into bow hunt or to bow shooting, my husband got into it first. His, his friends talked him into just trying it and like out of pure luck, one of his friends was the exact same measurements that he needed to be for him to try the bow. So he shot it and he fell in love with it. And so he started shooting outside every day. And I was like, I can do that. That's the, that doesn't look so hard. And um, 
we ended up going to a 3D shoot, and I tagged along with him to help carry his stuff and everything. And we got halfway through the course, and I was like, absolutely not. I am not going to be carrying his stuff anymore. I'm going to participate <laughs> in the next time because 3D, like, targets is basically like playing mini golf with sharp sticks. It is the <laughs> best, the best thing ever, and it is so much fun. And I was like, I could do this. So I ended up picking up a bow and fell in love with the whole process. It's one of those things that it frustrates you so badly, but you refuse to quit because it's like, I know I can get better. And so I just kept practicing and I ended up breaking my first bow because I shot it so much. Um, and it kept like stuff just kept falling apart. on it. And so I upgraded to a nicer bow and shot it a ton. And my husband was like, you know, you really seem like you're, really um committed to doing this he's like so i want to get you a really nice bow and so for our anniversary he got me a matthews crema um which i still use and have been using um for all of our tournaments and stuff and so that's <laughs> how a nice anniversary into- present oh it was so nice um <laughs> and so how i got into bow hunting was um i had shot a lot and i was getting pretty decent and like i was like I wonder if he have enough skill to take a deer down. He would just talk about how much fun it was and how much he enjoyed it. And he got, a, you know, he got his first deer and he was just so excited about it. And I was like, I feel like I could do that too. And he goes, you will never shoot a deer. And I was like, oh, I won't. He's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I will. Challenge like, accepted. No, <laughs> challenge accepted, sir. And so I <laughs> I wish I'd have started a series that was like Becca does bow hunting badly because <laughs> it was comical how bad I was at hunting. And Philip wouldn't take me. He's like, I am not taking you. You will never shoot a deer. I am not taking you. And I was like, well, fine, I'll go by myself. And so <laughs> I um I learned to bow hunt by myself. I I had a best I have a best friend that she's got some property and she was like, We've got deer, we want them gone. You are more than welcome to come hunt them over here. And so that's where I learned to bow hunt. Um and it was it was a rough process. It was so bad. Um it was like Murphy's Law. Every time I went, something went wrong, but I refused to quit. Um and so Hang that on, hang them. on. What, what were some things that went wrong? I need to know these things. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. One time, I decided I was going to saddle hunt because I could not find um, any good spots to hide. I didn't have a blind. I was just trying to hide in the trees, which did not work out very well. Of course, so like, had you every time. used a hang-on or a lock-on? You just went straight from, like, you know, the ground or a, a ladder stand to saddle hunting? Yes. Okay. So I, <laughs> I can't, I'm telling you it was bad. Um, so I was actually, um, I hunted out, I think I hunted out of a, I hunted out of a ladder stand once and I immediately regretted that because I did not realize I had a terrible fear of heights <laughs> until <laughs> I get up in this ladder stand and it is very janky and just like shaking all over the place. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Like I'm, <laughs> this is the, this is, this is how I die. Um, but then you that, chose saddle hunting. 
Yes. Okay. Um, so that was that was my next step because my husband was like, well, I can um, I can set up anywhere. I did tree doesn't have to be a certain size, and I'm like, that's just what I need. Like I just need to strap myself to a tree. <laughs> and so one morning I went out and I did not check my headlamp for batteries, and I get oh, out no. there and my headlamp is dead and so i'm like this is fine and um <laughs> mind you philip taught me how or like showed me how to use a saddle the evening before i had to use it one time <laughs> okay all right so dead <laughs> and, headlamp and uh dead headlamp it is pitch black <laughs> yes so i get the um i get the platform on there i hadn't planned on climbing very high i just wanted to get just high enough to where i could kind of see over the field and so I'm strapping in, I'm on the platform, I start to climb, and my rope lets go. And so, <laughs> as you're cl- like, as you, as soon as you get up there and you're like, you think that you're like secure, it lets yes. go? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I, like, I am not high. I am, <laughs> I'm like maybe, maybe three or four feet off the ground, enough to like make my life flash before my eyes so that as I fall off backwards and... At that point, I was like, nope. I took all my stuff down. I packed my stuff up, and I went home. I was so mad <laughs> that I refused to go back out and hunt. Um, and so <laughs> after some a little more practice and dedication, I got to where I could um, get in the platform and sit pretty well and stuff. And so um, one December afternoon, I'm sitting out there. The weather's really nice, and I'm just hanging, playing on my phone, not paying attention, of course, and I hear something run up behind me. And I immediately know this is a deer, like, by how loud this is. It's not a squirrel. And say, are you sure it wasn't a squirrel? No, no. It, because it came, like, from so far away to where I was so fast. I was like, that's, that's a deer. And my mind started playing tricks on me so bad. Like, in my mind, this deer is, like, basically licking the back of my head. <laughs> and, like, I can't see her. Or see like what kind of like if it's a buck or a doe i'm just sitting here like trying not to freak out and praying that she does not blow because it would give me a heart attack and so i'm trying to like very slowly gracefully turn my head so i can see this animal because it has stopped and my, i just couldn't let it go and so i'm turning and turning and then all of a sudden i just flat out lock eyes with this doe that's maybe 10 yards from me and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> and how how high up were you again? I, I wasn't high. I was not. Okay. I was maybe I wasn't even ten foot high. Like I was just high enough off the fence to where I could see. I was in a really good like brush, but she came in through the woods and like ran up directly behind me. But apparently she couldn't figure out what I was, and she didn't blow at me. And so she like trots off and jumps into the field. And I'm like, oh, this is it. I've got this though. And so I've, I'm bow, like, I got my bow, I'm drawn back, and she is just, like, hot trotting it across the field. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> like, I'm like, she's going, she's going. <laughs> she's going, she's going. And um, at this point, I'm, like, shaking because I'm holding my bow so hard. I can't, like, <laughs> can't yeah, aim. can't relax. <laughs> no. And so I finally let down. I was like, there's no way I'm hitting this damn thing. So she goes on i am so disappointed i'm like i had to learn something ever like I, <laughs> at this point i'm just i like i can't do nothing right so she hops the field or hops the fence and stops and i like 
and she's looking in my direction, but she can't see me. And I was like, well, might as well. So like, <laughs> I like range, like ranger, and it's at I think about like thirty yards. And I was like, I can make that. <laughs> so I draw back, and I let go. And she, I had never seen an animal hit the ground so hard and turn. Like, it was the most, the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, and I heard my arrow, like, hit the wood, like, go through the woods. And I was like, well, that didn't work. (laughs) And so I text my husband. I'm like, I just missed this stupid deer. And he's like, are you sure you missed her? Absolutely. No freaking way I hit this deer. Like, she's just a blur gone. Yeah. And he's like, well, get down and go check. And all I can think is, you're so stupid. I'm not getting down. He was like, just, (laughs) he's like, get, get down and go check. And I'm like, fine. So I like (laughs) begrudgingly get down and like stomp over there. And I'm like, there's no blood. There's nothing here. And I get about, I guess about 25, no, about 25 yards or so. And I see a couple of specks and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) There's no way. Like, no way. And so I walk and I'm texting him. I'm like, there's there's like specks and i like i wish i had saved the conversation because i was like oh my god there's more oh my oh my god there's like a bucket of blood here oh my god i hit her that's when you <laughs> like, you have your like you're recording yourself you know just the whole yes. like, process of it but um because well, i'm standing there i'm like there's no freaking way was I she quartering away from you or was she broadside like she was broadside and i don't know to this day i don't know how i did it because <laughs> she we found her maybe 50 yards from where i shot her and i had shot her through the neck like when she ducked and turned i had shot her through the neck and cut like her artery through there and so she like she died like nothing i was so disappointed with myself though because i was like that was not that's not what i was going for like i was like that's not where i was aiming or anything but you know philip was so proud of me and was like i cannot believe you actually shot this there and I was like well you told me I couldn't so yeah. <laughs> well, this is your fault I blame you um that is so. awesome. I mean that's like backwards most people think that they hit the deer and then they don't hit the deer so you thought you didn't hit the deer and you hit the deer no like I was like I, there was no way like I the way that she turned and ducked I was like there's no way and where she turned like her head was exactly where my arrow went through her neck so I don't know if she jumped in, like jumped for, I don't know what she did, but she was a dead deer. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well, mission accomplished. <laughs> so were you hooked on saddle hunting from then on out? Absolutely not. I hated it. <laughs> okay. That was, that was the first thing to go okay. because I, it pinched my hips so bad. And I was like, I was so uncomfortable the whole time. I was like, nope, not this moving on. So the next thing I got was a climber. And um, that has been, like, my main mode of hunting. Like, that's mostly what I've hunted out of is a climber. Um, and I, it's just one of those learning things. Like, trying to figure out how, like, <laughs> brush cover is very important. And not, mm-hmm. like, it is very difficult to find a tree that you can climb with a climber mm-hmm. with brush. Like, oh. nobody tells you these things. Like, it's not... <laughs> Preaching to the choir. I don't know how many people. I mean, Alabama. I, I swear, like our 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 state oh, symbol should be a dang climber. 
because everyone I yes. talked to last week or the weekend before last at the World Deer Expo used a climber. Like, 99% of them used a climber. And I'm just like, <laughs> and y'all are hunting public land? Like, what in the right. world? Like, where Why? are y'all? Like, how? Are you climbing 30 feet? Like, how are you? Um, that's actually another funny story. Um, I used a climber and this year during rut. And I was, I climbed up. I was sitting pretty. And I noticed, like, I noticed one of the smaller bucks run across the field. And I was like, that'll do <laughs> so, <laughs> we're gonna eat him it's fine um, in the freezer. Mm, yep I was like I don't care just so I saw him and then I realized he was chasing a doe and then there was another deer behind him and I was like okay so I'm getting ready they run across the field I know they're gonna come back across the fence line and so I'm getting ready when I knock my thumb release to the ground 15 like feet below me and I'm like, oh, you have got to be kidding me. That's a really <laughs> sad day right there. That is. So I am like trying my best to like, I'm a lot better at getting down than I'm getting up. Like I am falling down the tree at this point. I'm like, I can't, it's not like I can actually hit the ground. So I am falling out of this tree in my climber trying to get to the ground. And I get to the ground and I grab my, um, my release and I look up. And the deer are coming across the fence. And I'm like, excuse my language. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I can't move. Like, I can't do anything. And so I am, like, sitting there. I've got my bow in my hand. I've got my, like, my release knot and everything. The doe comes running by me. And she kind of, like, half looks at me and keeps going. And I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> so, and then behind her comes in this gorgeous eight-point tall rack like the most beautiful buck I've ever seen in my life and I'm like why is this happening to me like <laughs> why is this happening and you're still, to me? Like, kind of I on am, the ground <laughs> yes no I am on the ground and like <laughs> he's looking at the doe and he's looking at me and he's looking at the doe and I'm like this thing is so dumb please come further like <laughs> yeah he can't decide if he wants to chase this doe or run away and so he comes he comes like towards me and I'm like, Oh, this, this is the day. Today's the day I get my first buck. And so he stops and he turns and I'm like, this is perfect. And I, so I like, I pull up, I'm ready to shoot. And he stops for a second and I'm like, this is it. And I release my arrow and it just goes sailing over his back. And he doesn't even, like, have the audacity to, like, run off. He looks at me, licks oh his nose, gosh. and continues, like, walking off. I'm like... How rude. How freaking rude. rude. And so, I get home, and I'm like, I do not understand what just happened. And so, I took my bow out back, and I was shooting it, and all my arrows were shooting super high. And I was like, I, what is going on? And come to find out, my arrow wrist was malfunctioning. It wasn't dropping. Oh. And so, when it, like, because it wasn't dropping, it was, like, sailing my arrows. That's why I stick with the with the whisker biscuit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I got a hamski this year, and I absolutely love it. And it's limb-driven, 
So I've, I have a lot of faith in it. I'm not too worried about it. But that was like, that just added to the list of insults when I, when I go hunting. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, you got to, and I'm telling everyone, I don't know, I preach that the same thing all the time. Look, you got to know your equipment. You got to be one with yes. the and then oh. same thing happened to me last year. I didn't tighten my release tight enough. And then I've, mm-hmm. I'm sure I've told the story before. And then my, the first buck I ever saw on public land, you know, went to draw back and my release was too loose. So therefore it was like half a centimeter away from my finger. No. Because I'm still using a wrist one. And so, yeah. And so I tried to like finagle it. And then my arrow went to a tree and I actually went and scouted that spot the other day and my arrow was still in that tree it's like just a reminder like it's just like, it's 16 feet up i can't get it out you know oh so I, tried. I can't get it so i'm like hopefully this will be a sign to everyone that comes to this area that you know here was the day Check that olivia glasgow missed her biggest buck on public land and it was that wasn't even my biggest buck that i missed like that was that was one of the only other bucks but my my biggest buck i mean i didn't miss it um, the biggest buck I saw was I actually went hunting in the middle of the day and I was like, you know, having anything, I kind of have the day to myself. So I'll just go sit and see if I see anything. I went in there 30 minutes and I hear something coming through the field and I'll look over and it is, I call him chunky boy because he is the fattest deer I've ever seen in my life. Chunky? Chunky boy. No, chunky, and, chunky boy. No, chunky. Okay. I, I mean, he's huge. <laughs> And at that time, he was uh, he was at least a seven point. I couldn't really tell because I was freaking out that there was this massive buck walking through, and I was I was set. I like I had him in my, like he was coming across my lane. I was set. I was getting ready to draw, and the he stops like too short and looks behind him, and I'm like, okay, maybe a, another buck does coming in behind him. No, it's a fur missile. It's my uh, husband's grandparent, Labrador, oh, and she, no. like, comes streaking across the field, and, like, I don't know how she even saw him, but she just, like, beelines it to him, and I'm standing there and just in tears because he, of course, he takes off running, and I'm just like, why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, it's so, so difficult. There's a lot of trial and errors, and there's a lot of things yes. that test you. I mean, especially you know stray dogs or the neighbor's dogs or something like yes. that i mean it's just, there's a couple of times where you're like you know what i might just mm. accidentally let this thing go oh my gosh i was so mad i was like i have never wanted to end an animal so bad in my life. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know the feeling um but so okay. now we have to tie her up every time i go over there <laughs> yeah, yeah oh i know I've, gosh i mean I dealt with that with neighbor's dogs, stray dogs, all kinds of stuff. And one of them was deaf, so she couldn't hear me. And I'm sitting there throwing stuff at her out of the tree. And I'm just like, get. And she's over there, you know, because at the time I had had like bait out and I was, you know, on private land. I wasn't on public. And, um, and so, because in Alabama, you can, you can bait on private land yeah. as long as you have that, that license. And so right. I'm, you know, up in this stand and my son's with me and this damn dog comes up and she's sitting there and she's eating my damn corn. And I'm like, yelling Stop it. and she can't hear me and my son's like well maybe we should throw something at her so then i'm like getting twigs and all kinds of stuff anything <laughs> i could find and she's just looking around she won't look up so then i get down i guess i scared her so then she like growls at me and then she sees it's me and then she starts wagging her tail and then she goes and sits like 20 yards away and she won't move and i'm just like, like all right. no yeah 
this day's done. So I totally understand that that <laughs> feeling of being like, you know what? This was like a prom time day. This was prom morning. Right. <sighs> I will say, you know, um, I did a survey for um, Tennessee Wildlife uh, Federation or whatever they are. Uh, they they were like, we want to talk to people who are new to hunting in Tennessee. And I was like, well, I'm your girl. So they did this interview and stuff, and it was like um, they were asking, what was it they were asking? They were asking things like, um, how would you tell people how easy it is to get like to get into hunting and stuff? And all I wanted to be like was hunting is not easy, especially especially from a bow hunting point of view, and it's definitely expensive. Oh, like yeah. once you, golly, they were like, you know, yeah, you can just take your buddy. Like with gun hunting, it's a lot easier because it's like okay, you can borrow your buddy's gun, whatever. But if you get into things like bow hunting, you know, your bow has to fit, your equipment has to fit, everything has to be, like, fitted to you. And right. then, you know, there's so many different parts. you got your arrows, your knocks, your clutches, like, your releases, your stabilizers. <laughs> like, so it's not much. like you're just buying. Yes. And it's like, you know, just tell people how inexpensive it is. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> It's oh yeah, so mm -hmm. I can't lie. I can't lie to him. I mean, I even went the cheap way. I mean, I will say, I bought my bow off Amazon. It's it's a Bear Cruiser G2, yeah. and it's in pink camo, which I really hate. But at the same time, you know what? I, I hate the pink. Why? <laughs> I freaking hate pink camo. But yes. you know what? At the time, I didn't know any better, and I was like, yeah. I just got into hunting, and I was like, oh how cute. But now I'm like, I hate this. But <laughs> fortunately, deer can't see pink. So yes, they don't care. Uh, but okay, so I know we talked earlier, and I told you that we'd probably digress some. Well, we digressed a little bit. We did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I mean that's awesome. That's a those are really good stories um, <laughs> that people should know about. They should know the struggles yes. that we're going through. Nobody tells you these things. They don't want to tell you about their failures. They just want to talk about oh, I shot this giant buck, but you know oh, I fell out of the stand. Oh, I lost my equipment. Oh, I was texting, and this huge buck walked by. You know things like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. One more digression before we get back to the subject <laughs> here, especially being a woman. My husband told me I'm not allowed to talk about this, but we'll talk about this because it really sucks. But being a woman and then the bibs that I have, okay, I don't have like that, the drop seat. I don't have it. Oh, no. So I have to take them off fully. And then yes. you have to squat. And then you have to worry yes. about like, your, your buckles and everything dangling right there and try not to pee on them. And you're freezing cold. Or peeing on your boots. Or <laughs> yeah. And your, your butt's just out there for all nature to see. And, right. you know, and then, you know, if it's certain times of month or whatever, and then you have to right. deal with that being out there for yes. all hours on end. And it's just kind of like, you know, the they struggles. They don't know. The real they don't struggles. even know. No, they mm -hmm. don't. <laughs> they talk about peeing off the top of a stand. And I'm like, well, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that must be nice. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you um, don't even know. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so back to uh, back to the bow hunting league. Um, yeah. Okay. So, how long has has this thing been going on? Like, how did it get started? And like, what was the, like the original purpose of it? So, from my understanding, it was started about 11 years ago, I think. And it was really just started with a group of guys who were wanting, like, bragging rights with each other. And so, then um, started this group on Facebook to where, like, they would do this challenge between each other. And other people started wanting to, like, get into that. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Like, so many people wanted to 
participate in like a team challenge setting because bow hunting is really not a team challenge it's it's you know a salt like solidarity kind of just by yourself and so i think the idea of hey you know we can team up with other people who love to do the same thing we do really sits well with a lot of people right how many people were in that like group to begin with do you know i I don't know um i actually don't know i i think it was about i don't even want to say because i don't i don't know if it's right or not i wanted to say like 15 maybe but that may be too many Okay. But it wasn't a very big group. Like, it, they started out small, and it just <laughs> started growing. Right, yeah. I mean, and now, like, well, I think last year I looked it up, and last year and for 2022 for that um, competition, there was, like, 300 and – well, no, 3,726, like, individuals. Yes. Know, that were in it. So, I mean, frick yes. jump. <laughs> <laughs> that much really says a lot about like how much like the bow hunting community is increasing and how much it is a community and I think that that is just amazing and um, I know Ben Harrison I'm so glad he started it and I'm so glad that it has blown up like it has because it gives you that opportunity to network with fellow hunters yes. and yourself and like you mentioned about the ladies um, do you know how many ladies or how many like teams women's teams that there are or were I don't know year. how many, like, I don't know how many women's teams we have. Um, I have asked um, Dan Nath to neck for next year's submission if they would put a, um, some kind of clicker box that we could tell which teams are all women's teams and stuff. Um, I do know that we have about, I think, 36 or 37 women in our, our chat group, and I'm pretty sure almost all of them are on a team. Um, but I don't know how many we had last year. I feel like last year, because I did it last year, but I wasn't in an all-women's team. It was uh, me, another girl, and then another guy, which, of course, yeah, none of us, you know, were able to capitalize on anything. But um, That's a lot of people don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah it was, we, had, we had really high hopes going into it. But I think that there Everybody was a... Does. Yeah, there was a, a ladies' division, or, like, I want to say that there was, like, a, a prize or, um, you know... There was a prize for an all-women's team, um, the Hoyt Bows. Um, Lori Gadley owns Route 66, um, and she sponsored the women's team last year. And we actually had an all-women's team in the top ten last year. Um, I think they were either sixth or seventh place. But, yeah, they ended up winning the um, all the Hoyt Bows um, for their team. So that was really awesome. I think that's the first time um, in bow hunting league history that an all-women's team made it to the top ten. That is awesome. I mean, are they doing anything like that this year for women's? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know yet. We're still trying to sort out all of our um, all of our prizes. We've got so many sponsors coming in and stuff. So I'm not sure if they've uh, settled on doing an all women's team prize or what they're doing this year. But um, I do know we have more women's teams this year, so I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Okay, so tell us about you know the different categories or you know the different um the rules basically that are involved in it and also like the ways that you can win you know different prizes yeah so um you have a team of three uh and they can be from anywhere in the united states which is pretty cool because you get to meet so many different kinds of people from so many different places um so you don't have to be from the same state you can be from 
all different places. Um, you get your team together, you sign up, and then you go hunt. And so, um, you know, there's not a minimum requirement for the size buck that you kill. Um, all because somebody asked me that the other day, they were like, you know, my wife wants to hunt, but she's afraid that she's not going to meet a certain measurement requirement. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. We, well, I think, um, my teammate Sam from last year, I think hers was 90 inches. It was her first buck and it counted. So we actually, really, she was I thought our, somebody said it was like 130. I don't know where now I heard for, that. No, no, no. The 130 is, um, and really that's just if you're like in the top 10, um, of people and I may not be doing that correctly, but if you're in the top 10 teams, you have to have your buck officially scored. Um, and then if you like, if you're trying to go for like top buck, you, and it's, I think if it's above 130, you have to have it officially scored. Um, so, but that's, that's only like, that's 130 and above. That's not like the requirement of, um, the amount you enter for the top, if that 10. makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, our top 10s, they have to be officially scored, or top 10 teams, they have to have official scores just to make sure everybody's, you know, playing fair and everything like that. And then um, the top bucks usually get officially scored just to make sure that they are they are actually the size that they say they are. Because, you know, we actually had a tie between um, <clears throat> one of the girls on my team this year, um, Laura Wood, and another guy, um, and they officially scored it. And I think Laura's ended up on top. So we we score for top bucks as well. Is that okay? So <laughs> is that divided though between like the the north and south? Because I know here in the south, coming by 130 inch deers, you know, sometimes few and far between, especially if you're on public. Yeah. Land. So I mean, what are the different? Are there different categories for these? So there. Or? Currently, we do not divide the north and the south, but. We do, um, I think they use the Pope and Young scale, and they do, like, if you shoot a mule deer, they will scale it to where it should be if it was a whitetail and things like that. Um, but no, not currently. We don't uh, score them that way. I think at some point, if we get big enough and we have more participants from the South, we may end up splitting it like that. But for right now, we don't. Okay. Um, yeah, because I'm looking at, like, my, my husband's buck right now that's sitting on the wall, and it's, like, 134, and it's And that's a big buck massive. for Alabama. Yeah, it was on private <laughs> yes. land, and it is massive. <laughs> so, well, you know, he may not win, um, like, top buck for any, but he could win it for Alabama, you know, and you, there are prizes for that. So, And we're working on getting a pro shop for Alabama that will um, sponsor – top buck for that to win a bow so you may not reach top 10 but you definitely would get a prize for if you got top buck for one of the states like southern states that may not be able to compete with the northern regions so you can do it by by state then as well yeah yeah you can do it by state you can do it um, by team Um, we have random giveaways we have like uh point of view kills so if you have like a tacticam on your bow and you get your um your kill on your camera you get prizes for that we we give out like we had last year we had like uh your first buck kill we have the doe contest like we have so many different ways to win um so you don't have to just bank on being in the top 10 teams okay but for those of us that are really competitive like me and i really (laughs) want to get up there but okay so are there um 
Also, let me just say that Vans Sporting Goods in Coleman, Alabama, if y'all are listening, if anybody's listening, which I know the guys in the archery division up there, y'all should definitely reach out and sponsor, you know, giving away a bow for that prize. That'd be awesome. Right? Um, yes. But are there rules on, you know, I know that it's public land and private land, but is there rules <laughs> for, like, you know, for high fence areas or yeah, like no high fence. or Absolutely things like that? Absolutely no high fence. Okay. Um, so no high fence um i think they may have changed the rule this year for you get one outfitter hunt and if i remember correctly if you do an outfitter hunt you cannot upgrade um so you can as long as you have tags for your bucks you can upgrade so if you shoot one and it's a certain size you enter that one but if it later in the season you kill a bigger one you can upgrade to the bigger buck for the score um but i'm pretty sure on the outfitters that you can if you kill a buck with an outfitter that you cannot upgrade so they they kind of prefer you not use an outfitter yeah and i feel like i mean too sorry guys if y'all are listening to this but if you have enough money to use an outfitter then you have enough money right. to buy these prizes yourself so yes <laughs> don't ruin it for the little guys yeah huh. and we try to like we try to make keep it as fair as possible so they 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 prefer if you don't use an outfitter so how do you guys know like so i mean because we have a lot of poaching that goes on here you know in alabama so how do you guys know if somebody's doing it legally or illegally like what are the rules <laughs> with that so we have had people get told on like they um you think you better not tell anybody if you do that like that better go to your grave because we have had people that thought they got away with that and then had went they went and bragged about it and it got back to us and if you get caught cheating you are banned from bow hunting league you do not get to participate ever again do y'all check like you know licenses or do you check you know because if somebody goes on an out-of-state hunt you check to make sure they have anything like that or no i don't I, as far as i know that they don't um it might get to the point where we get so big that we have to do that but for right now i know that we we do not okay they may and then like the some of the the people that are over that part the entries and the judging and all that um they they can ask like questions and they can ask you for more submission photos and stuff and they may ask like for your current license and stuff but if you get caught cheating you're out Okay, so if you do harvest one, you have to, like, what's the, what's the process that is, you know, say, like, you, I'm in the tree stand, and I instantly, like, shoot the biggest back of my life, fingers <laughs> crossed, what do I do? Okay, so, you get down, you go, the first thing that we tell everybody, please take a picture of your buck with your bow. If you do not have a picture with the bow and the buck, you are automatically disqualified. I don't care. We don't care if it's the biggest buck you've ever killed. If you do not take a picture of the deer with the, with your bow, you are disqualified. So that we have had, I can't tell you how many people we've had disqualified for just not doing that part. Um, you can't, and it has to be like the full deer. Like it cannot be a caked out deer, like no skin, no, nothing like that. Um, it has to be the, basically it's still hot when you take a picture. Um, do you have to have like a a date, like a (laughs) timestamp or like a piece of paper or something that says like the, you know, the date? 
Uh, no, you just um, you have to attend a deadline once you take the picture to submit your score and submit your pictures. Um, and you need to do uh, the measurement pics of bucks, um, one photo of the largest mass measurement and one photo of the longest time if the buck is bigger than 130. So um, I guess anything under than <coughs> excuse me, anything under 130 is kind of at your discretion as uh, measurements. So okay, so we were just talking about um, you know what qualifies the entry. And you mentioned that you have to take a photo of the largest mass measurement, and it's over, it, only if it's over 130 inches, that's right? That's correct, yeah. The measurement takes a bucks over 130 inches or plus is the photo of the largest mass measurement and one photo of the longest time. And the mods may request additional photos if um, they need, like, some different angles or whatever. But for the most part, that is all you need for um, bucks that are over 130 inches. Okay. Well, perfect. Um, okay, so we talked about, you know, the different, um, I guess, like, divisions. And then mm -hmm. we talked about um, the rules, um, how things are scored. We talked about, um, you know, how massive this whole program has gotten in just a yes. couple of short years, which is freaking awesome. Um, yes. <laughs> but now let's get to the exciting stuff, which would be the prizes. Sure. So yes. you mentioned you had a lot of sponsors. Um, so kind of tell us about the different sponsors and then the good stuff, the prizes that people can win. Yeah, so we are constantly adding more sponsors than every year. It's it's mind-blowing how many sponsors we have coming to us asking uh, to be able to support us, which is fantastic, um, especially like when the, in the bow hunting realm, like to have so many people want to support each other. Uh, so our biggest sponsor that we have this year, of course, is Taxicam. They're our presenting sponsor, so we've got lots of stuff coming out for them. Um, as far as prizes, we've got uh, Native Ground Land Company. We've got Osseo Gear, which is camo. Um, we've got HHA Sports, which is our sites. Um, Latitude Outdoors, which are saddle people. Um, out on the limb, um, let's see. We have uh, Kanadi Arrows and Zinger Fletches. They're kind of together, but they are... <laughs> Zinger Fletches are by far my favorite way of doing fletches, and I'll come back to them. Um, when I get through the list, um, we have Backwoods Mobile Gear. Oh gosh, I could go on and on about Zinger Fletches. Um, we have Morel Target, uh, Genesis 3D Printing, which is a really cool company. Um, they like make accessories mostly for saddle hunting, things that you would never think that you would um, ever need. But like, I don't, I can't remember if I was telling you the reason I don't really don't like cell hunting besides being dropped out of a tree um is because it was so uncomfortable like for it like my my hips were pinched the whole time and so like I was I was really uncomfortable kept trying to shift my weight well Genesis came out with a hip a hip pinch bar that takes the pressure off of your hips and it sits in between it, it looks like a little you know at the park the little kids uh swings that they have like <laughs> their legs sitting through uh you have like this little baby swings <laughs> yes so they have this bar that relieves the pressure off your hips um they've also got like uh i think they call it the uh, second chance quiver which is just a one arrow quiver that attaches to your bow um and it's perfect for like 3d shoots like just to have an extra um arrow clipped on there um let's see who else we got we got rub line stamps we got um a guy that's actually local to us uh, that does wall display mounts um that swivel 
and so you can like <laughs> you can move your deer's head around and stuff on the wall which is really neat um, we've got Route 66 Sporting Goods, who's a huge sponsor. That's uh, Laura Gadley. She um, she owns uh, Route 66 Sporting Goods, and she's always been a really big sponsor for the contest. Um, we've got Oakland Bow Hunters, um, DMA Den, uh, Outdoor Addiction, Good Scent Mobile, Real Gear LLC, the Illinois Deer and Deer Fest, and Best Hunting Buddy. So those are our, our bigger sponsors that we have. And I think we have a couple of um, smaller sponsors that I haven't listed, but we're still bringing people in. So I need to I need to update my list as we're going. <laughs> that is a ton of sponsors. Like a ton of a great, oh amazing sponsors. So like that's, yes. that is awesome that so many people are, are so willing to like be a part of this and yeah. want to see it grow. Um, yeah. So, and then we also do like, you know, the occasional giveaways of where we just give stuff away. Like, um, I know I saw Ben posted um, yesterday that if we hit a thousand teams, we're drawing for a new Stan Onyx release and um, the advanced outdoor technology release holder, which I cannot wait to get my hands on. So we not only do we do like the sponsor contest, we do just random giveaways to people. And I know we've given away several things already, um, as far as like swag bags and hats and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's not just like contest stuff. We just, we do stuff on the floor all the time. So you don't have, do you have to be like in the contest in order to receive the notifications for that, for that stuff? Mm -mm. No, actually, um, you don't have to be signed up for a team. Uh, pretty sure. So, so a couple of the people that we've, giving stuff away to who hadn't signed up for a team yet so um like sharing a lot of times we'll share pages or say if you know if you go like a page and share their page or sponsors page and stuff you're entered for a contest um i've done i've done the hat giveaway and i think that was just for um sharing the bow hunting league page so there's several things that are cute for people who don't want to do the contest at all like you just do you know follow the directions on the post for the contest and you're entered to win Man, I need to jump on that. I haven't seen any of that stuff, but I definitely need to go check out what? the one that you just mentioned from Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm all about contests, especially when it comes to, like, hunting gear, because that stuff's expensive. Oh, um, my goodness, yes. Okay, so what is Best Hunting Buddy? I know you mentioned that last. Oh, Best Hunting Buddy is, like, um, I call them deer cuffs, like, that you use to attach to your deer's antlers and to drag them out. Uh, it's just they have accessories to help you drag your deer out or your game out, and to, um, I think they have something too that you can you can string your deer up with. Like they have those kinds of accessories for like processing your game out. Oh, okay, cool. Um, that makes sense. So I was like, best hunting buddy. What could that mean? <laughs> so yeah, I, I had to I had to go look it up because I was like, that can mean a lot of things. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they uh, they they make the dra uh, draggers, gimbals, something like that. Drive. My southern and that it looks like something you drag something out with. So. Okay, okay. Um, and then you said too the zinger fletchings. Oh my goodness, the zinger fletchings are my favorite. So they are three D printed fletches. Um, they come in one piece. I use the four fin one, um, and they're they're three D printed. And basically, you can just pop these things on and off with absolutely no trouble like there is no fletching arrows you just you slide this thing under your arrow and you are ready to go and they are by far my favorite fletches I've ever had I actually <laughs> I went to pack this year and I made a bad shot and shot through a tree 
um, at a Target, and when I got up there, my fletching had got pinched between the tree limbs. It was, like, stuffed in the tree, and I just reached up there and dug it out and popped it back on my arrow and shot with it the rest of the the course, and it shot perfectly fine. They're fantastic. Oh, man. I need to get some of those, and I'm pretty sure... Yes. I know, I think we had talked about this before, but they were at... Were they at the Mobile Hunters Expo? Well, they were there. Uh, actually, Ben had some of their fletches there at our booth. They okay. weren't there. They were at the northern one. They weren't there at the southern one. Okay, yeah. I just remember some kid coming around and, like, handing me this fletch, <laughs> yes. this rubber thing and being like, see, you can Yes, this. it looks really weird, and it's like, this is, this is, this is nothing. Like, this isn't, this isn't going to do anything, but... My arrows fly straighter and faster with them on there, and so I, I'm a not-hard Zinger fan. They're my favorite. I mean, I was sold when that kid came up with that straight face, just being, like, so confident. Me, like, see if you can break this. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes, yes like, you can't. You just about cannot break those things. They're fantastic. Um, and people worry about them, like, like coming off their arrows and stuff. But I've ne- the only time I've ever had one come off my arrow is when I shot, shot it through the tree. So um, that I feel like that's kind of understandable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. That would not happen if you do that. Uh-huh. But I've, I mean, I've, I've never had one tear up on me or mess up or anything like that. It's you pop it on there and you go, which means you know putting your arrows together takes like ten minutes at most. <laughs> Yeah, so does it change the flight a good bit? I mean, I know you're going to have to, like, recite it in, you know, once you once you get, um, used, to and get used to them, but. So, for mine, like I said, it makes, it makes my arrows faster. Um, and so, I do have to change my sight a little bit, but it's usually just, like, maybe one or two yards, a couple of yards. It's nothing, like, that you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to recite this is going to be like a massive difference but you can tell the difference okay just making sure are there different like sizes and varieties yes they have different sizes and varieties have different like i use the four fin just because it adds a little more stability to my arrow because i you know i shoot a lower poundage so it just helps my arrow fly straighter um but they do have the three fin for uh people that pull more weight and you know don't really need that uh, I think they have a five fin too, and I think those are for turkey hunting because you know people use like the the turbine <laughs> bloodhead sometimes and like just to give it a little extra um, support. But yeah, they have different sizes and different colors, and you can just you can go wild with them. I need to definitely look into those because I am tired of my yes. my regular fletchings just kind of flying off and then having to reglue them back on. It's such a pain. Mm-mm. Um, no, definitely, definitely. There's, I think the, or if I remember right, there are six pack. I just ordered some last night. I can't remember how many. I, I think there's six. But even if, and they're not expensive, so you're not out of any money if you're like, oh, these are stupid, you know. But I promise you'll probably love them. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely check them out. Um, anyone else out there too? If you have no idea what they are either, then definitely go check them out. Zinger flushes. Yes. Um, so that that sounds like you know the beginning of like the the new age of of bow hunting so yes very advanced um okay so yes, what very convenient the prizes okay so what do you think like what are like the main like prizes that are going to be given out like i guess in in what for okay so 
we are mostly known for giving away bows and <laughs> we have this yes so we are currently working on pro shops that um if you get top buck in your state you will get a free bow if you um i know native land or native ground is giving away flagship pse bows for um i think they're one of the top prizes like maybe uh top number one team possibly um and let's see i'm trying to think uh i think top trad team gets free bows um let's see Sometimes we are, um, I don't know if we have them this year or not, but uh, we had somebody sponsor youth last year that got free bows. We had an all women's uh, team get free bows. Like those bows, everybody gets bows. <laughs> you get a bow, you get a bow, you get a bow. <laughs> so those are. You said for each state, like the top buck in each state, like that whole team gets a bow? Or just that? Not the whole team. No, no, no. Just the, the, the person, like the individual. So okay. individuals, um, you have to be on a team to qualify for that, but the, the top buck is for individuals only. Um, and it's as long as we have a pro shop in that state. So currently we're working on trying to get a pro shop in, <laughs> in every state. But um, I know we're... We're definitely looking for some sponsors from the southern regions, if you've got anybody listening. We definitely need more shops for the southern states. Um, I think we're still looking for Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, um, possibly Mississippi. Um, I think we've already got a sponsor for Florida and Louisiana, so I need y'all y'all other folks to step up. We. <laughs> Uh, Mama yeah. needs a new bow. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, you guys at Vans, if you're listening, you definitely need if to reach out to them or Mark's yeah. Outdoors or Pat's, any of those guys. Anybody, anybody. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> and we've had, we've had great luck with actually like the reps um, for the shots bows, like going in part of the way to for the new bow so a lot of the time it's not just on the shop to provide the bow a lot of the um, the reps for the the bow brands will also help with getting getting the bow but we're definitely trying to get as many um pro shops as we can because we want a bow for every state oh yeah i mean i think alabama definitely tennessee i mean come on southern states where y'all at <laughs> yeah like where you at <laughs> why are we falling behind here this is like, we're, we're last to anything anyway which i mean we still don't have i, am, I was actually so surprised that we don't have a have one for tennessee because tennessee is such a big hunting state and i'm like where are you folks at come on <laughs> oh yeah i know and i don't i don't know if i already mentioned this but you know with uh, the velvet season coming up in tennessee yes i really wish that i could go and be a part of that i've, I've got invited but unfortunately out-of-state tags are just so expensive so oh my goodness yes yeah and with having two kids and sports and everything else with it going on yeah it's starting back like i just you know i, I can't justify <laughs> spending i think that's a special um a special hurdle for moms and women that hunt it's like oh I would love to go out of state hunting, but also my kid is starting school and has sports and has needs clothes and all this stuff. So, oh yeah, I mean it's, I mean some it's crazy because like some women, you know, on their top of their wish list of things they want to buy or spend on themselves or pamper themselves with might be like a nice purse or you know like a bottle of perfume or like a spa yeah. day or something, and we're over here like. Yeah. Um, no, we want an out-of-state tag, or we want a new book. If you please, yeah, could you please, like, send me an out-of-state tag, or, you know, new hunting equipment, or yeah. <laughs> anything. 
Yeah, anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's usually like my birthday list and my Christmas list is yes. stuff. <laughs> hunting stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you need stuff every year, so I'm like, well, yes, just, you know, just and then new stuff, stuff comes out, and it's like, mm, I'd really like to have one of those. <laughs> right, like the Zinger Fletches. I mean, you know, yes. I mean, there's there's something coming out every single year, and um, and, unless you don't you know, win one of these amazing prizes that you guys are giving out. Yes. You know, in the unfortunate um, occurrence that that does not happen, which for me, my luck has not been the best the past year. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Last year, um, we didn't give away prizes for um, your first buck. If you took your, like, if you killed your first buck and entered it, um, let's see what else. Uh, we have so many. We have point of view kills uh, prizes. So if you film your hunt and get the kill shot, we had prizes for that. We had um, we had the doe contest, which is really popular um, because you know not everybody's going to have banners walking around on their property, but most of the time you've got does. And so we have uh, we have the doe contest that pretty much anybody and everybody can enter because at some point during the season you're probably going to get a doe. So we've got. Um, Wait, that that was super popular last year, and I think I think Justin Miller killed like twenty does and won the season, uh, followed by uh, Chad Hepner uh, for the North Region. I can't remember how many Chad got, but I think he got like one or two less than Justin. But it was so much fun watching them two trying to win that contest to themselves. But this year we actually have teams, so you'll you can have a team effort for the doe contest. Oh, okay, yeah, because I know like we have limits, you know. Um, how many you can harvest in Alabama, um, especially if you're hunting on public land. So, uh, how many do y'all have? Uh, dang, honestly, I can't think off the top of my head right now. Um, let me check. I know we we have three a day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anybody who's gonna kill three days a day, but we we're pretty much wide open for the deer contest. Yeah, ours is definitely not three a day. You can't. I know you can't do even two in a day. Um, so that's why I'm like, ours is a lot different. I mean, again, we're down here in the Black Belt kind of region, but, you know, Alabama is very, um, I don't, I'm not really sure. I think that they're doing better. They're going in the right direction as far as, you know, what to focus on rules-wise. Yeah. Um, but let's see. I know it's in here somewhere. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm scrolling through. So um, I don't no, know if anybody has the app, but in Alabama, we have Outdoor Alabama. It's an app you can download on your phone, and that's what you can use to check feeding times. You can use it to um, sign I actually up. have that app. <laughs> yeah, different public land WMAs, things like that. You can easily click on them. It pulls up, you know, that specific um, public land map, and it gives you the rules for that. Anyways, I love this app. It's amazing. Um, I yes, use it's it. really nice. Yeah, I use it just about every day. Um, let's see here. I'm going to get to it eventually. Um, so how long do people have to turn in, you know, say, you know, once the season starts? Because um, I know the the deadline to sign up for the bow hunting league is August 31st. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And you have, well, if you're in Tennessee, though, and you hunt the velvet, you have to be signed up before uh, the velvet if you plan on hunting it and turning something in because they will not accept uh, velvet deer if you are not on the team or you don't sign up until after after the the hunt or the velvet so make sure you are signed if you plan or think about 
running for the Velvet Sleeves, go ahead and get signed up. Okay. Um, and how long do they have, though, with, you know, the rest of, like, the hard-horned, you know, the rest of the season to turn in? Ten days. You have ten days once you kill your deer to get all of your stuff submitted. Um, let's see. Let me make sure. I know that part for sure. I want to make sure I don't tell any other part wrong, but let's see. Uh, you have a 10-day uh, deadline for recovery to submit your scores. You have a 48 hours to recover your deer after the shot. So you can't, like, <laughs> you can't wait a week to go find your deer. Or if, uh, uh, you know, you can't recover it within 48 hours, you can't turn it in. And most of the time, people are going to let you know they shot a deer um, if you're watching the Facebook. So, you know, if um, we're going to know if you didn't get it, didn't find it within 48 hours. So... Okay, and then that goes until, like, what's the last day? Because I know everybody's seasons are kind of spread out. So what's the last day that y'all take any kind of um, entries, you know, so that way? Our last entry, yeah, our last entry date is uh, February 20th. February 20th? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then when you guys, how long does it take y'all to do all the scoring to figure out like you know the prizes Ooh. and the winners let's see it does not if I remember correctly it does not take that long because we have showdown after the contest closes and I think showdown was in March so we have to know who all is going to go to showdown before we can uh before they can set that up. So let me see if I can um, see what date they had it had it this past year. Oh, while well, you're looking for that. Okay, so yeah, you can only get one unantlered deer a day. Um, and then you get... Uh, da, 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 da. You can only get one antler buck a day. Let's see. And then three per hunter. Oh, oh, actually, the showdown is uh, in January, so this must be for, let's see, the, they must have extended the hunting season this year um, for somebody, but because the contest says that it closes, or the contest period is until February 20th, so they may have had the state extend their hunting period this year, but showdown was in January last year. What is the showdown? Showdown, if I can explain it correctly, <laughs> is because I didn't get invited. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so basically, they take I know. So basically, they take the top people out of different categories and invite them to a hunting camp in Arkansas for everyone to get together, to meet each other, and to basically hunt for the weekend. So it's really neat. Like, um, let's see. This year, the showdown invitees were like King of Pines, Top Team, uh, Top Bucks, Top Public Land Buck, Trad Top Buck, uh, Trad King of Pines, Top Trad Team, um, and King of Queens. So they have different categories of um, people that get to go and get to hang out and uh, basically have a hunting camp for people from Bow Hunting League. I mean, that's awesome. Um, that is very, very cool. That would be so much fun. I know that we were talking about, you know, in the uh, the ladies of the bow hunting league, 
you know, doing some yes. type of <laughs> doing some type of event. That would be so much fun. Yes, like having a, a yes, like a, a yeah. Because I would, <laughs> I feel like I would be a little like I would feel really out of place if I went to showdown when like the entire camp is a bunch of men and then there's me. So yes, <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, hey guys, yeah. I'm here, so <laughs> sorry to ruin the vibe, but <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be so much fun to get together with a bunch of women to do something like that. Yeah, maybe we can get that going next year, because I know, you know, I was talking about there's so many different, like, women owned businesses like in the hunting industry you know that whether it be like you know camo for women specifically or um outfitters or guides or you know people I don't know I can't even think right now of all the different you know women that are actually like starting to get into it and create their own thing there's women taxidermists I mean there's so many things um yeah and so yeah I would love to like have an event or something like that and then have you yeah. know all of those vendors come and have kind of like have booths and you know almost like an expo and then you know yeah. do like a meet and greet um one night and like where we all like have like a little mixer or something really get to know each other and then yeah uh, maybe like a little educational session one day and um and then just you know have a Q&A I don't know it's, it's just something like that I think would be awesome I think anytime that people in this sport um whether it be men or women or youth or where anyone can get together and really just have fun and just talk about their experiences and share their knowledge that 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 is yeah so fun or just being in a space where it's like okay you understand like (laughs) I'm not by myself in this that's fantastic I know yes um I'm not gonna get like shunned I don't know if I used to. No, I or I'm not going to be like putting up, like, I, or you're not going to get like put in the corner because it's like being the conversation's being dominated by, you know, like mostly men or whatever. You're you're actually going to get to speak and talk and, and like enjoy the conversation. Yes, yeah. And so, like, that's, um, I, and again, I don't know if I mentioned this either earlier, but so my brother says that I hunt splain a lot, everything. Like, I'm hunt splain. <laughs> and so I posted this like meme or this little gif or whatever the other day and it was like I, can't, I don't know his name but it's um it's that little dude he's in like a lot of different like tiktok videos but like he's like walking in and like the caption is like when you're at a party and you overhear some people talking about deer hunting and he's just like tromping his way in there like hi <laughs> hey, i'm olivia let me just jump hey. right in so yeah i think i saw one the other day it was like you're at a party and you hear a farmer talking about they're having a problem with deer and you're just like oh you need a you need some help with that yeah like hey i'm olivia i'm a professional um deer remover so if yeah you i can, I can help there, you with that even though i'm not a professional I've, i really had again bad luck last year um, oh no it's fine okay so Again, this whole entire program is just absolutely amazing, and yes. the, the community of it, um, the the prizes that you can get, the sponsors that you guys have, just constantly pouring in the, um, you know, the contestants you guys do just on a you know weekly or whatever basis, just for giveaways. I mean, everything is just so freaking amazing, and and it costs nothing to you. You know, like you can Nothing. go and sign up. <laughs> it's free. It's free. Yes. Yeah. For free. Not only that, like you will probably never get 
any kind of like spam from us ever. We just, <laughs> you know, we're just here. Like you're not going to get promotionals and stuff. You're just going like, we're just there. We're not going to harass you. We're not going to bother you. We're just, we're having a contest. If you would like to join, please sign up. We give away free stuff. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wh why wouldn't you do it? I mean, if you're out there hunting anyway, and if you're bow hunting anyway, why wouldn't you sign up? I mean, just if you can't find a team, I know you can reach out to like Rebecca. She can help you find a team. Yes. <clears throat> Whether they're in your state or, you know, even like your area of the country doesn't matter. Um, yes. Just. And I can tell, I cannot tell you how many posts I got last year of people who were like, not on a team, but I killed this 125 inch deer. Just wanted to show y'all this like, dude. You completely missed out on the opportunity. Like, we had so many of those posts, and it's like, did you try to find a team, or did you just, like, right? what happened? What happened? Yeah, you just And some of them are, like, and some people are just, like, they just discuss, like, they just find us, and it's like, oh, well, I missed I missed the cutoff, but here's my deer, and it's like, oh, that's cool, but next year, sign up. That way you have a chance of winning some completely awesome prizes. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a no-brainer. Just do it. I mean, so how can people find, or where do they need to go to, to sign up? So, for official sign-ups, we have bowhuntingleague.com. You would go on there to officially sign up, but to find teammates and to make connections and networks and, uh, networks, network, um, <laughs> you would go to our English, English hard. Um, I know. <laughs> So, uh, you would go to our Facebook group, um, which is easy to find. It's just Bow Hunting League. Um, and you and you don't have to answer any questions to join the league or anything. So, you can just sign up or just add to the group. Go in there. We've got a team thread that's got like 500 people on it of people looking for teammates. Um, get you a couple of buddies. Uh, all you need is their emails. Um, Y'all come up with a team name and go to the website, get signed up, and you are done. You are set to go. There is nothing else you have to do once you get your teammates signed up. Yeah, I mean, other than go hunt. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, other than go hunt, do what you... Just go about your business and uh, just make sure... <laughs> always make sure that you have some way of taking pictures when you're gone because that's... I think that's probably one of our biggest <laughs> run-ins that we get for people getting disqualified is they don't take a picture of their deer like when they after they kill it they either don't take a picture of the deer or they don't take a picture of the deer with their bow and so that's like those are two biggest things if you <laughs> make sure you have a way to take a picture because otherwise we will not accept it okay yep guys make sure i mean i know everybody's probably gonna have a phone on them anyway make sure it's good and charged exactly <laughs> And I think people just get excited, like, they're like, oh, my God, you know, I would, that would probably be me. I'd be so excited for killing my first buck. I'd just completely forget about it. But hopefully with me having to deal with this all the time, I hope it's actually like this year. That is, like, not a, that's a no-brainer. Oh, no, I mean, if I get one, if I get one on public land this year, I mean, you best believe I'm going to be posing. All the pictures. All the pictures. All the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might be up in a tree with it, you know, I might be just down. Oh, uh, I get, <laughs> I get so tickled at some of these pictures these people take with their deer. Like, some of them are flat out kissing them on the mouth, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's a little far, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Pull it back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that. They take some interesting some interesting pictures, but just take the picture. As long as you're bow, I don't care what, what what 
positions y'all got them in just to take your pictures yeah let's keep it let's keep it like pg too you know and uh and the pictures of uh where they take all their sponsored stuff and sit it on the deer and you can't see the deer because they got so much like this is the spray i use this is the feed i use this is the the bag of corn i use this is the hat I use. like oh, they yeah. cover the deer up with all their products Oh yeah, I mean, if, if you can have all that stuff out there in the woods with you, you can have a phone with you or somebody to take a picture. Yes, what do you take a picture? Yes, um, and I'll put all the links to, um, you know, in the uh, the body of the the podcast, um, so that way you guys can just easily just click it and go straight there, um, the Facebook and also um, the website. So. Yes. So if you guys need any more information on it, um, you can always, again, go to the Bowhunting League Facebook page, join it, ask questions, you know. Um, or, ask questions. Yeah. Yes. Females, um, you can reach out to Rebecca through the Ladies of the Bowhunting League Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's just there. there's no excuse of, of not to do it. Um, yes. So, yeah, definitely do that, and I'll put all those links in in the body of the podcast so that way you guys can go check it out get more information see all the amazing prizes and sponsors and rebecca thank you so much for coming on and for doing this i mean i feel like we could talk for hours and hours and hours dude i love i love talking about the hunting league and i love talking about hunting especially with other women like that's just one of those things that you can just go on and on about Oh yeah, I mean, like like I said, hunt explaining. That's just kind of the thing, and then it's always fun too to to meet somebody else that's kind of like minded like you, and so yeah, is just you just you have that fire behind you, and you are just so exciting to talk to, and it's, oh, thank you. It's hard to find people like that, and um, so yeah, I, I appreciate everything that you're doing, and you know the outreach and the, everything that you're doing for the ladies in general. Um, we definitely need more, you know, um, advocates out there to get the, the yes. women into the sport a little bit more. But, yeah, again, thank you so much. And um, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? No, that's about it. We just, we at some point, we've got to get a, a ladies' convention together so that we can all have our, uh, our bonfire beer night and hang out and talk about hunting. Like, I'm so excited about that. Oh, yeah. So if anybody's interested in sponsoring that, you know, hit up me or Rebecca. Yes. Um, if anybody's interested in just... Talk to you girls. We will we will figure it out. Yes. I mean, I used to do event planning for 10 years, so, you know, I've got some, some good skills in that department as well. Um, yes, event planning for six for me. <laughs> yeah. We can make... We totally can make this work, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And have a blast doing it. So, yes. Uh, but again, thank you so much for coming on, and I am looking forward to talking to you again. Um, I'm looking forward to like, hanging out with you in the future, and good luck this season. Um, you know, same across. to you. Yeah. Yes, we might be rivals, but we're in it together. It's fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna support each other, either way. Yes. So um, good sportsmanship. I feel like across the board, everybody needs to have that. <laughs> yes, makes it fun. But yeah, again, thank you so much. And again, thank you to the listeners uh, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Stay Hungry Outdoors podcast. And please go leave a written review um, on Apple uh, Podcast, uh, Spotify, 
you know, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, um, Google, you name it. Um, just go leave a review. Let me know what you think. Or if you have any guests that you want to hear, let me know. And again, thank you so much for listening to the Stay Hungry Outdoors podcast. Thank you.